Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is The Material Podcast, episode number 348, and I am your host, Florence Ion. I'm joined here to my left, or perhaps to my right, Andy Anatko. Hi, Andy. It really depends on how Jim chooses to mix this one. I don't know if he mixes it in stereo. So wherever I am, I, it, it or also it depends on whether the ship is headed into port or away from port. So let's just say that right. like your port, I'm starboard. Or could be like those early Beatles mixes where it's all in mono and then they just leave it for like later, later generations to mix in stereo. I love, by the way, that you just brought up like boats because uh, I took Mona for her first ferry ride oh. last weekend. And I forgot how nice it is to take the ferry across the bay instead of like a train or, you know, <laughs> a car. So I, uh, you know, I, I want to start us off with that. Like just the idea, let's be on a ferry. It's pretty empty. You know, the water's around us. There's gulls flying outside doing their thing. It's re- it's really quite lovely when like a boat is, the, the, the boats that are not necessarily designed as something special, like oh, just do you do you want the do you want the sparkling white or do you want the sparkling rosé? Make sure you check the box before you do the confirmation. There's something special about the sort of boat that's just designed to get a lot of people in a practical way from point A to point B. And here, here in like southern coastal like New England, we have a lot of those things where like the 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 day that I, the day that I figured out that. I can either drive for like two hours to get my, one of my sisters like bought a house like not this is how obnoxious it is not just like like in Dennis which would be like the sensible part of Cape Cod like the bicep of Cape Cod I mean she bought she bought a house all the way out near out near Provincetown which is like as far down Cape Cod as you can possibly get mm, and so and I again just, yeah it's it's an arm that sticks out into the sea so there's no shortcuts unless you take a boat. And so all of this, I, right. I, I love my sister. It's not like I'm, I'm looking for excuses not to visit her, but it's like, okay, there's I, you got you you got to settle into this. That I, this is going to involve driving all the way across all and the then way up around the, the crest until until I found out that actually there is ferry service like to Provincetown, and I could sh- I could swap all I could swap like maybe twenty minutes of my time for spending like all of that commute time on a boat. And it's like, and again, it's it's not. And oh, let's let's. Here's the band that's going to be performing. And now, before we do the costume contest, it's like, no, this okay. is a, this is a hundred people that just need to get to Provincetown. Yes, they'll, they'll serve Wait, you a beverage. Wait, but is there is there? Yeah, I was going to say, is there a beverage cart on board at least? Because no, that's like a, the nice thing about the ferry. You know, there's you could actually get a you know you get a beer. You can use the bathroom. There's a little bar. It's not even like a beverage service. It's like you you want a drink? Go go over there, get a drink. You want to you want to sp- sp- go out on deck? Go out on deck. You want to sit down on a little table inside and pretend you're not on a boat. And then occasionally they look up from like the the Netflix that you downloaded and you're watching to say, oh my god, there's like sun sun sunset right over like a whole bunch of like ships oh. and and lighthouses. Why am you know I not what got standing me? here with the yeah? You know what got me is the sailboats completely on their side because I recently got into sailboats thanks to reality TV. Uh, <laughs> below the decks. below deck sailing yeah. yacht is one of the <laughs> new series on Bravo, which people love because. They really hone in on like the drama of, you know, the the sailing yacht. And so I saw this boat just like on its side as, you know, we're like we're crossing the Bay Bridge. And I go to my husband and I'm just like, is that boat like <laughs> stranded? He's like, no, it's, it's I forgot what the word it was that he was saying, but it was doing the sailing thing <laughs> with the. 
with the thingies that are out. <laughs> the fin, the finny things. I don't know the words for, I don't know, terminology Pontoons, for boats. Trimaran, catamaran. It's the sail. That's what I there meant to say. <laughs> but, 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 but let's face it. You, that was we, a hard one for me. The, the, the purpose of that show is not to like the, the, the majesty of, of wind and wind and sail, Iron Men and uh, Iron Men and wooden ships. It's about, okay, Jennifer, stop making everybody call you Sparkle because Jennifer, your name is Jennifer. Okay. And I don't care what think you, what imagine you We're calling you Jennifer. Okay. That's what it says on your shirt. And by the way, you do have a job that involves wearing a name tag. So don't act as though you're, you're above all of us. Jennifer, uh, this I feel like this is a good segue because um, I I wanted to, you know, I watch a lot of TV and we talk a lot about that here. And I but I also kind of talk about it, Andy, because I feel like you and I can like relate on TV like yes. we relate on these things. And, but but obviously, because it's like a hobby of mine, because I I love to watch TV. I don't care <laughs> who knows it. It you know what? You know how we were fighting to say video games are like art? This is my argument for like, like TV is not, yeah, TV is art, right? It's, there's people who wrote it. There's people who produced it and, you know, put this whole thing. So yeah, I love to watch TV. And, and, let's, and, not, and let's not discount people who watch it either. Because, you know, they, 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 they say <laughs> exactly. that, you're, you're, you know, you know the, the theory of a thousand hours that says that to become truly expert at something, you have to invest a thousand hours into it. I feel as though you and I are both experts at watching television. We've, we've put in the time, we did the work, and now we have this skill that other people think comes naturally. I have watched probably over a thousand hours of 902 and hour thinking about it. <laughs> How many times I've seen all the episodes in all 10 seasons more than twice. So yeah, okay, we like TV here. And I, I was thinking about this today because um, I realized, so this is silly, whatever. You know, I, I've been talking about how I kind of took on the new streaming beat. So I've been reading a lot more news about like the insider industry stuff. So remember Degrassi, Andy? Degrassi. <laughs> I've, it was pa- uh, after my time, but I, but I know of it, yes. Yeah, well... I'm sure you know that like they kept going with generations. They started the new generation and then whatever. So Pluto TV, actually, everybody's like favorite free streaming app. It uh, they have a whole channel that shows Degrassi. And by the way, so does like the the free Samsung TV app. There's a bunch of those free live TV apps that are now streaming that. And I I learned today that HBO is going to be carrying it in its library. Right. Okay. Andy just kind of tilted his head in, you know, the cute way, like dogs kind of go, hmm? not that I'm like calling you. No, dog, no, just that's an apt metaphor saying that yeah. meaning, meaning that I don't <laughs> like, know exactly what's coming after this, but I'm, I'm interested. I, I acknowledge that this is going to be something. This interesting. is so inside baseball. And this is only like where my <laughs> mind has been, which is that I'm like, but. But Nickelodeon was the one who had the rights to actually show it in the U.S. when it was on. And Pluto is owned by Viacom, so it makes sense that it's there. But HBO is Warner Brothers. So (laughs) why is Degrassi on HBO? So these are things I'm wondering about, folks, is I'm, like, thinking about licensing now and, like, who has (laughs) the rights to, like, IP. And I just realized this, like, right before we started podcasting. Yeah, I was kind of, like, going through the RSS feed real quick. And I'm just like, wow. I, I know a lot about TV <laughs> down to the publishing. <laughs> That's how much I've been watching this stuff. 
Anyway, a stray errant thought. Thank you for allowing me to share no, it here. No, that, that that works. And unfortunately, that's something that a lot of us are going to have to continue to learn about and because it affects our lives because as all these different that's how like, i know where things are streaming well, who exactly, owns because, what well because like there used to be a whole bunch of marvel tv uh marvel tv shows on netflix that now right. they have they've all moved to disney Rip. plus and the see I, go, I i can't believe this is a nostalgic point of view but friends <laughs> there, used, there used to be a time where uh a movie or a tv show it would be on a certain streaming service or a certain cable channel or a certain local UHF station for a number of years, and then the license would expire, and then it would go out for bids, and then oh look, now it's on, now it's on Lifetime or now it's on uh, the CBS. now it's on TBS, the Superstation, whatever. Right. And that's and it, but the thing is, it kept cycling through the all, all the different audiences, all the different places. It's not as though well, if you you're screwed if you if you have any interest, interest in Star Wars and you don't want to subscribe to Disney Plus, you're screwed. It's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're you're just going to have to pirate things and so i just it's just less democratic that's all and i i also have to i also have to have some feelings for the actors and the producers and the writers because it used to be that like it would be all up for bid and so maybe they would get much 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 more money for it the next time because they've proven how valuable a commodity it is but when it becomes no we're just it's just going to be disney plus it's going to take it it will they will never give and also they're the biggest like financial bastards there are they're going to figure out a way to make sure that even if if there's video of the president of 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 disney saying we owe you 80 dollars, i've got that on me and then they will get somehow get out of paying it because it's just it's it's just no good do you you realize that that the the people who wrote novel uh star wars books like the novelizations like the Mm -hmm, the mm -hmm. non-canonical books uh they simply decided that they don't owe royalties to any of those people. So they just simply like stop paying royalties on because all those Because they're books. non-canonical. Oh my God. You're telling me all those side stories that like I could get into the library? Yeah. Or wow. Yeah. So it's like I used to I, scope those out during my lunch hour in middle school because I yeah. naturally had no friends. <laughs> <laughs> Nerdy loner. But anyway. <laughs> Emotional you lonely had- nerd, by the way. <laughs> Very crying. Sorry. Wow, I got too deep. Um, Andy, what? I, listen, I want to hear. Have you moving on from moving my on. deep emotional state? So, Andy, what have you been up to? Did you did you get any more time to play with Chrome OS Flex? Yes. Flex. Speaking yeah. of flexing, See, it, was, it was only on for like I don't know, like a day or so, like the last time when we recorded last week, and so I just basically like it was literally hours into it. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I just like collected, swept up a few old computers and tried. But the, I, I find that this that when you once you have a USB drive, USB like thumbnail thumb drive that you can boot uh, flex on, it really is like when you buy a chainsaw. It's like there's there's like a windstorm and there's a couple of trees down in the yard and say okay well this is clearly it is not enough for me to hire someone to come in and cut it cut it apart but it's too much for me to cut it by hand I'll oh. I guess it's time for me to buy buy my first chainsaw it's and then a it takes you may, it t- so it takes you more <laughs> maybe like 20, 25 minutes to get all those tr- the tree limbs like off the yard and then it's like. I wonder what else I can cut with this. That's the sort of thing it was like with Flex. Um, oh, you wonder what else? Where else Flex could go? It's like where the be, USB was, could be inserted. How many computers do I have that have USB ports? How many <laughs> that I could see? Yeah, and <laughs> well, well, one th- well, one thing I found out, and this was like thanks to um, there's already a, a Chrome OS Flex 
uh, subreddit on Reddit. And someone posted there about how they were having problems getting it to work. And it turned out to be that a, sand, a lot of SanDisk thumb drives, for some reason, is not a really good host, host organism for this installer. So like I, I went through all my a box of all my like old like thumb drives i couldn't find one that wasn't sandus so i bought a uh, i think uh, i bought I've, i ordered like a ten dollar like 64 gig thumb drive i think it was pli or something like that and once i got that one all the machines that wouldn't install on started installing just fine hmm. and so hmm. and so now so now i've got this i've almost an ethical dilemma because i have a couple of old macs that were on like a high high shelf because they were like ob- they're on Apple's obsolete list, so that they they uh, not to live in an earthquake country. Yes, high exactly. high shelves. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, so the uh, uh, and they're they're so old that like they can they can still run like a three or four year old version of Mac mm-hmm. OS, and it has access to the App Store. But uh, with Apple products, it's they they, they give and they take. What they give is that like these things are built to last and they will last for years and years and years and years. But the problem is that they put so much controls over app developers that they will say, oh, this is a they'll tell they will tell developers that we will not approve your new app for the app store, nor will we approve an update to an app for the app store unless it supports this, this, this and this, these new APIs that we introduced last year. And so that's when. Like a beautiful thing, like my 2000, I think it was a 2009, might might be a little bit earlier, uh, iMac, uh, so, which is working perfectly, suddenly is now obsoleted because it will no longer run like new apps or I can't update stuff. And it'll, I, it really is stuck like five years ago before it'll work. So that's why, and I got other stuff. So that's why it goes, but it's a beautiful object and it's too good to throw away. And so I put right. it on this, on this display shelf. So I pulled it down and of course it runs, it runs flex just perfectly fine. And it's a beautiful display and it looks like a million bucks on a desk. And so now I've got to, it's like, do I, I, I have, piece. I have yet, I have yet to, push that click that button that says no 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 reformat the hard drive make this make this not into something that boots off of a usb thumb drive makes it something that boots off its own internal oh. hard drive and so uh I, I don't i and i don't really have an idea of exactly where i would put this but man it works so beautifully it, it almost looks it's almost like a perfect host organism for chrome i, I don't think i've ever like used chrome. host organism and chrome in well, the exactly. same sentence andy yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so the, so that's what that's what I'm going through. But so I, I think at this point I've only found like one of like eight different machines I've tried this, this installer on, and it's real. I'm pretty excited about it, and I've, I have to like hold off because um, I definitely want to talk about it like on NPR and stuff like that. But I have to wait. That okay? It's pr- I think the latest the latest word is that it's probably going to go from a developer uh, developer preview to like actual like gold release in April. Okay, I can wait a month and a half because it would suck to say, <laughs> even though this is perfectly stable, I haven't found any problems with it. That it's the the the, the in, pro- a, in a week though, right? Mm-hmm. Like because it's only been a week, I should say. Yeah, okay, true. Since it came out, yeah, and because I, I feel the same way when I'm like reviewing phones, I'm like, well, yeah, it, this is you know after a week and a half of using it, but everything is fine after a week and a half. It's and week three and week four and maybe week seventeen true. where you start to really understand the and, limitations and, and something. on something like this it really is about finding like that one that one streaming music service or that one like uh, uh web-based office suite that has this one feature that doesn't work with it but uh, but or I, that I, crashes it who yeah, knows right yeah. 
but 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 i will say i mean it's the 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 trouble with testing something like this is that within like three minutes i forget that i'm testing this thing on the that uh-huh. the special thing it's like no i'm just using a chrome os machine and before i know well let's see let's see how google docs works on this like, oh oh that's right i did like i took those notes on that thing i wanted to write and then it's like an hour and a half later it's like, oh that's right i meant to be moving on to these other two computers when i actually just did an hour and a half with the work because it was working so well oh well and that's a testament right that's a testament that's to a like you're able to immediately find a cadence in a new piece of it really is a new piece of software, right? On yeah. Hardware, essentially. So, well, that is, uh, I I have been so just busy. I'm just going to say that. And yeah. uh, <laughs> I can, I've I would, seen your bylines on Gizmodo but, and, and yeah. the sort of stuff you're doing in your life, of course. But yeah. Yeah. So I, I regret that I haven't had a time to play with that because I like, I still need to play with Android 12L. That's sort of my next and really get to it on a tablet. And I have one here in my possession and I want to get to it. But I think this weekend I'll finally be able to catch up a little bit. So now, now that now that like the, <laughs> all the gifts you had to buy and wrap for President's Day and the President's Day parties and then midnight mm-hmm. mass on President's Day Eve. I mean, it, it takes and then you need a few days off, frankly, after having the family over like for a whole weekend. So. <laughs> Uh, I was actually working. When, you know what? This is a great time for us to now segue into our teaser for the show. <laughs> I was actually working on the Galaxy uh, S22 Plus review on Monday when it was President's Day uh, just because I wanted to like have it out the door on Tuesday. So right. unfortunately, the cupcakes were not eaten by me. But <laughs> uh, but I, I did have um, a Taco Bell cinnamon twists. <laughs> I, you know, I don't think cinnamon twist when I think of Taco Bell. That's that, that's just how my brain's wired up. I I know it's, but my family and I we have a thing with Taco Bell, so okay. it it's it, you know. Anyway, well, I'm, not, I'm not judging. I'm just saying that you know that's 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 why I love the diversity of human society. <laughs> that like again, I think Taco Bell. I don't think cinnamon everybody twists. forgets they have these things there. I know. Um, and similarly, uh, McDonald's has their own version of Icy's right now, and. Hmm. Can get a cherry coke mix just putting that out there Ooh, I did, you, know, you know just reminded me of that there is it's like shamrock shake season it is coming up i was just thinking about that you today know. and so and, and <laughs> I, I'm, this is a, especially good news because i made a deal with myself like a number of years ago it was the 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 mcrib slash shamrock shake protocol which is that like i was mm-hmm. when, the, when the mcrib came out like oh let's let's go get the mcrib because like only like every six and seven years you get to have it and then you have it and it's okay but like you the and the shamrock shake and it's mostly like kale solids and stuff like that so i made a deal with myself that for the shamrock for the mcrib sandwich that means that I will definitely, during the time the McRib sandwich is out, go to a real barbecue place and get a real like barbecued rib sandwich. And when the Shamrock Shake is out, I will definitely go to an ice cream place and get a real like thick ice cream shake, Minty, even if it's right. Even if it's not if mint chocolate chip, if they got it, but if even if it isn't green, it counts. If, if I'm going to say that like I get to have a Shamrock Shake out once a year, I'm going to look forward to having something really, really good, not just something that's green and has a yellow <sighs> M on it. I'm, I'm going to stop myself before I talk about how addicted I am to these apps that keep offering me free things. Um, <laughs> we'll talk. We'll talk about that in the next the next time I host, and then I can all tell you about my shame. Uh, <laughs> speaking of shame, um, Samsung's got none of it. 
<laughs> and why should they? Their phones are pretty good. I'll tell you all about them coming Strut up next. Pop, put it out is what you want from Samsung. <laughs> um, and then we're going to, oh my gosh, I'm so curious, Andy, to have this discussion with you, actually. And I'm in the right appropriate mood. We're going to talk about how uh, Google searches commitment to legitimate sources is actually driving conspiracy theorists to doing their bidding on DuckDuckGo. So we'll talk about that. And um, I will talk about how I'm contributing to that as well. Uh, I'm a different kind of conspiracy theorist, unfortunately. (laughs) And then before we go, we'll talk about a little fun thing that Google employees have been strutting their stuff about and while the rest of us just cry about because we don't have so <laughs> we'll do a little crying i guess brb isn't 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 coveting thy neighbor's goods uh, one of the 10 what's it's Andy, something that's it's one of the 10 it's bad not things easter yet okay easter okay, is in true. april we can worry about it then okay we can still <laughs> that's right and, and and that's oh that's right because we're, we're we're close to we're, that's we're, the kind of religious people we are remember we're, we're, close, we're close to flayo fish season that's right exactly <laughs> i don't know how many folks are aware but more congress is actually happening this year uh we again remember mask mandates have lifted the pandemic's over everyone <laughs> so <laughs> that's why we're having an event in barcelona and um Actually, there is some rumblings of what is going to be announced because usually Mobile Congress would be MWC, as it's called. That's, you know, yes, we all talk about the hamon. That's like the big joke that comes out of it in the industry. But it's also the time where a lot of these international brands, overseas manufacturers come out with their new phones that are going to be launched, you know, in Europe and Africa and the U.S. So it's a nice little like mix of a show in pre pre pandy times um but there is some rumblings that samsung is going to be making a mid-range appearance with its a53 5g and it's likely to you know kind of hoping it's going to be announced uh at their february 27th event which is like literally days from now mm-hmm. so just around the corner. Uh, rumored specs include a 6.46 inch display with full HD plus resolution and 120 hertz refresh rate. That's pretty interesting spec for a phone of this price range. Probably about four hundred ninety nine dollars, like last year's like A fifty two. Yeah, this is this, this is this s- is like their aggressively mid range phone. This is like screw you. We are the one of the greatest manufacturers in the world, not only of assembled products but of components. Here's what we can do with five hundred dollars. I'm doing that sort of like snap over your head sort of victory thing. Exactly. You know, since I just spent time with all of these Samsung, new Samsung devices, I have to say that this is really compelling because one of the major reasons I'm, you know, if you ask me if I should buy the new Samsung devices, I'm going to tell you if you want like the most gorgeous screen you can get in the market right now, that's an Android device. Absolutely. Yes. Get the Samsung devices. And so bundling that in into a more affordable phone is really smart because what do most people do with their phones? They contact slash message who they need to be in touch with. And they probably watch as much TV as I was just talking about watching at the <laughs> beginning of the show. <laughs> so that's why you need a big screen. Um, other rumored specs include an in-display fingerprint sensor, par for the course for Samsung's phones, a 
minimum eight gigs of RAM and 128 gigs of storage, which is absolutely the minimum you should be getting in a phone if you're looking for something that'll last you for a while. Um, that's my that's my advice. Camera, 64 megapixel main camera with a 12 megapixel ultra wide. And that's just, by the way, like on the new Samsung phones and a 32 megapixel selfie camera on the front. I'll be very interested to see if they did some of the software enhancements that they did to these new Samsung phones because they pictures look a lot better than they have in previous, from what I have surmised about Samsung through the years of dealing with their phones. Uh, and then lastly, I think most also most compelling is a 5,000 milliamp battery. Yeah. That's, that's nice. That's pretty beefy for a mid range where it's not gobbling up, uh, gobbling up uh, power through like a huge, huge, it's got like a, a Snapdragon 700 series processor, I think. Uh, so that's like technically, I mean, it's not, it's not the top of the range, but it's still very, very good, but it's probably going to be a lot more, power conservative than anything else that's like the th- see the thing is it it really doesn't seem like you're giving up a whole lot it seems like absolutely it's not just like a basic uh you know f- fact factory stereo no air conditioning no power windows it seems like this is a perfectly good phone that most people would be very very happy to have and there are times where it's like wow for t- just the just the thrill of having something like that for 500 bucks it's like I'm 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 still I'm, I'm not I'm not unhappy or displeased with my uh, my Pixel Six Pro, but it was you know top of uh, the best in the range, most storage, so it was like the most I could have possibly spent, uh, unless 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 I like I went to one of those like strip mall places and gotten like twenty two percent annual financing on it or something like that. I mean that the but still it's like there are times where I just ask myself, you know, do we really? It's was it was it the best way to spend that money? Like I was, I was th- look, look at the, look at the A53 made me think that, well, what if instead we like got a $500 phone and we'd still have like 600 bucks left. So we got like an iPad mini. And so that would be like, or maybe even stuck with the a pixel 4a for another year and just, just got the, I just got the iPad mini. And I'm sure that, and the thing is that there, it was a compelling package top to bottom. I, I wanted 5g. Because I was still, you know, still on a uh, on an LTE phone. I wanted a much yeah, better camera with, with better, right? So, but still, it's like I, it's oftentimes uh, the reason why it's important for me to like buy this stuff with my own money as opposed to oh, good, Samsung sent me a free phone, problem solved. Is that it's like you need to you need to modify you need to judge your regrets or your second thoughts against your advice that you gave to people several months ago and see if it still holds up. And there are times where I feel as though, like, even though I try to be really, really cautious about this and not just get people excited about buying stuff, it's like, I feel like it's important for me to always make sure I compare and contrast to say, well, none of this will matter if you think that the phone, the pictures getting, you're getting out of your two-year-old phone are perfectly good. None of this will matter uh, if you don't, if you, none, none of this, none of this will matter if. Uh, if if you're not like trying to like side if you're not trying to maintain like keep eight apps in memory at the same time keep switching between them like all this sort of stuff where it's like five I, I feel like the baseline should now be expect to spend five hundred bucks for a mid range phone you can mm-hmm. buy a more expensive one but you need to have a reason to do that it's not as though whereas before it used to be gee I'm gonna budget eight or nine hundred dollars for a flagship phone and if but if there's a good five hundred dollar phone available maybe I'll think about that instead 
I do often wonder what my phone use life would be like if I did not have this career because it feels weird to me to not have one of the latest devices because I feel like I need to wield that. But I also, okay, so just to to quickly uh, put the pin in the A53 5G, not technically announced yet, so stay tuned for that. But we are having the discussion because... I think that this A53 is actually supposed to more go towards Pixel's A series. I think that the yeah. Samsung is trying to come after what Google's doing to its business, which is <laughs> hilarious, right? Because these two, they actually have a very symbiotic relationship where, in my mind, Samsung is like, ooh, Google, look at what we're working on with our devices. And Google's like, ooh, Samsung, let's see what Android can do for your devices kind of situation. That's what it feels like with this whole folding phone uh, journey that we've had so far. And, um, but I'm dubious about whether the a 53 or any mid range Samsung device, let's just say in perpetuity would be able to compete with the way the pixel a series, uh, works because the pixel a series has all that software that the regular pixel is using. And when I was looking at the new S22 series lineup, I have um, the S22 Plus, which I really liked, and the S22 Ultra, which has got all like the best cameras Samsung can offer. They're still not up to par with where Google's is in terms of like night mode. And everything that Google does with that software is that's why you buy that phone. Yeah. Because you trust Google to do the stuff with the software and you buy Samsung because you like that they do something different with the hardware. Yeah, they they really do flex that they are manufacturers. This, this is why, like when you look at the, when you look at the pie chart ah, for yes. all the Samsung phones, all the all the phone Android phones that Samsung sold last year, it goes down to, well, there's the $99 one, there's the $179 one, there's the $230 one, there's the India-only version of the $230 one that has a whole different name that to comply with, and it's manufactured differently to comply with local manufacturing laws. All the way up, there's nothing they won't try. And that what gives – we talked about this last last week about how uh, diversity of hardware is kind of one of Android's calling cards and one of its unique advantages over the iPhone. But we're all we're, – but we have to admit that we're mostly talking about one manufacturer, Samsung, making pretty much all the choices that are practical outside of uh, a couple of Pixel phones. Yeah, that's that's so true. I have also been thinking a lot about – Samsung because this is the first, I mean, obviously I just, all I've been thinking about is Samsung guys for the last like two <laughs> weeks. So, but I've also been thinking about it because the whole time I was reviewing these phones, I was thinking like, M, would I be ready to go back to Samsung after all this time? Because my Android usage, the way my trajectory has been is I, I never started with stock Android I mean, unless you could count what was on the HTC Incredible stock Android, which I guess it kind of was. But I went from that to a Samsung Galaxy device. And even though I was reviewing all those, you know, stock Nexus devices that were coming in, I eventually ended up buying Samsung for a couple of years because for a long time, they were the only ones who had the best cameras in the Android sphere. So I was going after them for that. Um, But I and then I asked myself. Because I really, really like the S22 Plus. This is such a cute phone. 
you can, okay, I'm holding this up to Andy right now in our little video chat, which by the way, still using Google Duo. <laughs> and uh, Andy, you could totally see me whip this out. This yeah, is a flow phone. Great. Yeah, exactly. I'm again, I'm wielding the the 22 plus. So it only has the three camera array, array on the back. Um, but I'm not like the 50 megapixel camera that it has, which uses, by the way, Tetra bidding, as it's called. <laughs> We throw out more pixels than any other camera company ever has. <laughs> we're, we're kind of being jerks about it. Like we, <laughs> the, I will say the camera capabilities have gotten so much better than in the previous Samsung phones. The contrast that they used to do, like the severity is really been dialed down to a point where I'm not, you know, trying to go in and fix it myself after the fact, but I, it again, the night, the night mode. Yeah. You know where Samsung does kind of excel in the ultra, at least, if you're willing to start at $1,200 for a phone, is in their Zoom. But but 100x space Zoom, it just means 100x optical Zoom. It's not, it's just a fancy terminology. Did I take a picture of the moon? Yes. <laughs> Was it shareable with the internet? Yes. I have, I, I have to say it's it's always fun like to go on Instagram and I could tell like who's working on like their, their Samsung because <laughs> suddenly everybody has a picture of the moon. <laughs> and we had a full moon last week too. And, right. and it just ha so happened to be like a review when the review units were going out. So yeah, all of us in our little like tech journalist bubble, we were all, you know, trying out the moon picture. And yes, it worked for that. And yes, I was able to, the other thing I did with it, by the way, was plane spotting okay. because, you know, I live by the, an air force base and so, and a couple mini airports. So there's always Cessnas and, and military planes flying um, every which way. And I was impressed with that. So I guess if you want to do bird watching, get the ultra. And if you want to do nighttime photography, get the pixel six. Oh my God. The pixels. Oh, Andy. The Pixel 6, the other night, I, I took a long exposure shot. I took a night shot with both the Pixel 6 and the Galaxy S22 Plus to compare their night modes. Mm -hmm. The Galaxy S22 Plus was fine. It kept the shutter open the longest. Uh, 30 seconds was the max. The Pixel 6 Pro, because again, same camera system as on the Pixel 6, for those who don't know, that stayed open for nearly four minutes not only did I get a really killer photo, I also got a really cool like one one to two second time lapse of the clouds uh, rolling by because it was a really rainy yeah. night and you can actually see the stars like peeking through as the clouds are moving. I'm like a freaking smartphone did this. Yeah. And it was the Pixel, not the Samsung. So. I mean, it's, it's 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 good enough when it's good enough when you're using it in handheld mode. But once it realizes that, oh, I'm on a tripod. Okay, mm -hmm. dokey. Now let me let me realize I'm on a tripod. Let me, let me show what mommy let, what I can do. Let let me make <laughs> Samsung phones look really stupid. Yeah, that's no. I'm 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 with you. There's a there's a window <laughs> in my bathroom that uh, that uh, ha it's just it frames a really beautiful picture of the outside. If it's particularly if it's just snowed. And so they're just, like just a couple of weeks ago, like it was 2 a.m. I was about to go to bed. And so, you know, I freshen up, brush my teeth and stuff before going to bed mm -hmm. and look out the window like, oh, damn it. That's beautiful. And it's one of those it's one of those winter nights where there's no like not, not a cloud in the sky, but also like not a 
speck of humidity or anything so yeah. crystal clear so i had to get the tripod i i I, 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 I thought oh well, I'll, I'll take a snapshot of that and then when i saw like how good it was just handheld like we're gonna go get the tripod and the phone monitor, aren't we yes andy yes we most certainly are and man just the, the uh, you're you're absolutely right it's like i don't think that i could have gotten it with my really good camera without doing like a whole really thinking of thinking it out and doing a whole bunch of composites but the the idea of just having that kind of that kind of fun uh it's, it's and it's not just stuff like that it is like on a whim uh, yeah but but fun it's but it's, but it's also stuff like uh, motion uh, artificial motion blur that they were doing uh that, that they added with the pixel 6 that was like my so all the time i'm hanging out like a half hour long intermission like at, at the map and like this is okay this is a, all those swoopy curvy like uh, balconies and, uh, mm-hmm. and 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 staircases and it looks cool if you take a static shot and you think ooh i wonder what it would look like with this motion blur effect added and then like ooh i'm going to be i'm going to be standing here for another 20 minutes playing with this the idea of just using this thing to play with photography is just an amazing thing and i don't think that any other phone camera really gives you that kind of playability even the iPhones mhm Oh, I so agree. Well, if you want the full rundown of what I thought about the Samsung phones, I'm going to link, I'm going to promo myself in the show notes of material. Thank you, Andy, and the Relay FM family for letting me <laughs> I did, <laughs> splatter I, my work everywhere. I did I did want to ask you one thing, though. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I cut out the headlines just to, just to mention it. That So you said the headline for your S22 review is Samsung's Galaxy S22 is the best Android phone for most people. So yes. even including like the Pixel phones? Yes. Okay. Yeah, there are some things. So, okay. Uh, truthfully, and okay, remember reviews are subjective of course. At, for the most part, okay? Because a person is writing it from their perspective. And I was not a fan of the Pixel 6. I don't like the the back. I don't like the material. Um, it's For me, it's just a very like wide phone and even the smaller one just isn't I love the camera though but the phone itself just isn't doing it for me and the screens on these Samsung devices are so nice and I could see somebody wanting to just just go in for the screen sure because I you know you when you're on transit what are people most people doing these days especially people who commute on my line because I commute about an hour home everybody's watching tv or they're just like I guess playing Wordle, I guess that's what people are doing <laughs> now. So you want the nicest, best uh, screen for that. And I also think that um, just with uh, carrier deals and trade-in deals that people will find themselves, you know, gravitating towards a Samsung device because, oh did you, did well, they're not dogmatic about it the way that we are about Android. Right. Not that we're dogmatic, but you know what I mean. Like I know. they they don't think about oh well it's it's not Google's Android oh it has one <laughs> UI but like one UI is not that bad, and yeah. it, they put some of material use elements in there and like I paid four dollars for these silly Sanrio themes and it's too <laughs> bright to show you but I love them they're they're so ridiculous um they and but I also thought about you Andy. Because I think about you a lot. Uh, I thought about you and how you said, well, I don't want to have to sign up for a Samsung account to really get the full benefit of something. And you're right about that. Is you are, it is a Samsung ecosystem thing, but like I 
I'm in the ecosystem because I have the watch and I have the buds. <laughs> exactly. And, like, and I, you know, I would probably get a Samsung tablet to add to my, you know. So, yeah, most for most people is for most the average Android user, which is not you and me. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a that's a good point. I mean, and you're absolutely right about the deals that my God, they are the carriers are at least in the U.S. are super aggressive. Did you see that? Uh, uh, I think it's a limited time thing, but Verizon uh, has an offer where if you buy an Ultra and you sign up for their like unlimited 5G plan, they'll they'll give you a thousand dollars off like another Ultra. So like almost buy one get one free. It's like 5G wow. plan is expensive too. It's like. I, I'm on that one. Uh, I pay $110 a month just for my bill, by the way, just so I can get 5G. And I had, uh, okay, we were, we're going to move on to the next, but I'm just going to say word of warning. If your carrier is charging you for faster 5G like Verizon is, because we know Verizon has a lot of um, uh, different bands. So they have, you know, their MM wave and the C bands they just put in. They're charging you for network congestion, um, like where you where your place is in line for all that. And so, yeah, that's why I'm paying $100 yeah. dollars a month. Jesus, I pay so much money. Uh, well, on that note. <laughs> on that note. On that note, let's take a quick break so I don't, so I don't worry about how much money I spend every month. <laughs> Indeed. Now, this is not a fun story from the top down because we are talking about conspiracy theorists who, uh, would you say, Andy, conspiracy theorists who have tried to take down the U.S. government? I would, <laughs> I, I would, in a non, uh, in like a related Venn diagram, way, I would, I like, would say that there is probably some intersection between those two markets. Thank you, intersection. I, I, mm-hmm. I, I believe, I believe that if Facebook were targeting ads to one group, there would be likely that many of those same people would also be getting ads for this other group. Yes. Right. Right. So, but then there's the other realm of conspiracy theorists, which are people like me, who, uh, for instance, trigger warning for anybody who absolutely loves Zendaya. Um, Like, I don't think Zendaya and Tom Holland are a real couple. (laughs) This is a conspiracy that you will find on blind item. And blind item pages are the worst part of Hollywood gossip (laughs) because they're filled with, like... They're they're the worst possible places to go to, right? Because they're just written by the worst people. But apparently a lot of... Also, because it's like, well, the ice. I was I was in a, a restaurant known for its tacos, and I saw a former sitcom star who yes. occasionally dabbles in music, canoodling with a D-list movie star with aspirations toward makeup. Like, I, mm-hmm. I don't have time for this. Tell you know, if you think it's important, say it. If you don't think it's important. Find something else to do with your life. Oh, I love blind items. Yes. Uh, one thing I will I kept with me from the early aughts. But anyway, um, <laughs> so apparently folks of this Venn diagram prefer to use DuckDuckGo because of its, uh, let's say, <laughs> undiscriminating nature. Let, let's let's, ju- let's just say, say it's that. it's eagerness to provide you with the most complete. Uh, in-depth investigation to the topic of your choice is not encumbered or hindered by the uh, lack of credibility of any of the sources on the internet, nor the f- lack of factual basis for any of the things that you're saying. Again, they 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 prefer to say, you know what? If it's on the internet, it's our job to present it to you alongside actual facts. I 
kind of think about DuckDuckGo like a search engine without, you know, you go to the bowling alley, you ask for bumpers if you're not very good at keeping the ball out of the gutters. But um, and Google is is the bumper for that. It keeps you out of the gutter. DuckDuckGo does not have that uh, safety mechanism or or that trick to make bowling easy for kids. So <laughs> so that's how I think about DuckDuckGo. Um, amongst amongst its other very, very positive aspects. It's yeah. The, the, the thing is like Google <laughs> Google search is being a lot more sophisticated and since given given that it does have like more than 80% of the search market, they have the verb for searching for things on the internet. I know. And they they acknowledge for a number of good reasons that perhaps we have a responsibility when people find absolute BS on the internet to say, yeah, this is one dude with one web page that's mostly linked to by other dudes with extremist web pages. You might want to tread carefully here. And DuckDuckGo be possibly be partly because they get most of their search results from actually all their search results from Bing. They don't have those sort of resources. And so if you want to, what does that say about Bing? <laughs> well, Hey, so it's, it's again, it's a small company, mom and pop shop, two guys in a garage, Microsoft. Yeah, you know. you're right. There's, this is, this is right. their side hustle. Yeah. <laughs> so conspiracy theorists and ultra conservative commentators, as we teased, have been flogging to DuckDuckGo because they find that it's not keeping them from the sources that they are trying to <laughs> locate. Uh, in particular, everyone's, um, say, everyone's favorite uh, pot stirrer, I suppose. Not my favorite, though, so I retract that statement. Joe Rogan uh, said that if I wanted to find specific cases about people who died from vaccine-related injuries, I had to go to DuckDuckGo, referring to... He was referring to the small privacy-focused search engine. I wasn't finding them on Google. And right, that's because Google, uh, <laughs> I I want to say, not deplatforms, but it, yeah, it hides it. It pushes it down to the very right. bottom of, so you're not going to go to page as, 99. As the saying goes, if you want to hide a body, so it'll never be found, put it on the page two of Google search results. Hmm. That, I was <laughs> Yeah, somebody should have told Joe Pesci before he went out to the desert. Uh, a little easier. Yeah, and actually, it just to from more conservative pundits, uh, we've got uh, Ben Shapiro saying that Google is actively suppressing search results that don't acquiesce to traditional viewpoints of the left. Uh, he said this last March, so last year. I recommend you install DuckDuckGo on your computer rather than Google to combat all this. So the New York Times uh, wrote about this, and they actually tested Google Search, DuckDuckGo, and Bing Search by examining the top 20 search results on 30 conspiracy and ultra-conservative-related topics. I will say in this case, bless the NYT for taking on this labor, because <laughs> um, I, I, I would, never yeah. touch that stuff. With I don't even go in incognito mode towards that stuff. <laughs> I, so. I I wouldn't want to poison my search results. <laughs> exactly. I don't want anything like that near my algorithm. Nope. Sometimes TikTok will try and like serve it to me. I'm like, the, the way you do on TikTok is how fast you like swipe away. So I'm just automatically right. like, <laughs> get out of here. Um, <clears throat> so for many terms, this is from the Times, Bing and DuckDuckGo surfaced more untrustworthy websites than Google did. Search results on Google also included some untrustworthy websites, but they tended to be less common and lower on the search page. So, you know, you're not stumbling upon it as often. 
The Times then reviewed a selection of those terms to check whether the content on the link pages advanced the conspiracy theory or not. Those comparisons often showed even sharper differences between Google and its competitors. I have to say, from my anecdotal, you know, I use DuckDuckGo every day for my work because I don't, again, want to clog my um, algorithm. And there are times where it will bring something completely out of the blue that is only like tangentially related. And and yeah. sometimes I will get some of that like on the cusp, fringy stuff in my, you know, and I'm like, I was just looking for some phone specs. I was yeah. not <laughs> trying and to go for, there. And, and, and for the record, if you go into your, your Google account settings, you can like bring up your search and search history and say, yeah, please forget I ever search for that and don't let it affect like what you suggest in the future. But still right. it's like, at some point, you, you're, you're, you at some point you 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 learned this about me, and I'm just asking you to forget about it. And it's like, <laughs> like I hope you forgot about it because that would have been embarrassing if you thought that. Let me explain why I search for that once again, and don't don't let yeah. the fact that I'm so nervous about making sure that you know why I search for it impugn me and th- make you think that I'm lying about the reasons why I actually search for it. Yeah. Uh, so. New York Times also found Google search did return more links to suspicious content when the search terms were more precise, which in my mind, when I read that, I was just thinking, okay, well, that makes sense because that's how Google codes it. Um, it's all about it's all about the terminology, baby. Mm. And and they really are. I mean, that's why I use Google when I need to do a very particular, like if I need to find an article that some specific person wrote, I write their name. And then, you know, like the subject, and it'll give me the last seven things that they did. And it's DuckDuckGo doesn't do that. So slash bang. Yeah. Um, now, New York Times uh, findings also tracked with established research on this subject. So this is not just like a, you know, a one off sort of finding. And the article also highlighted Google search automated results are changing quickly warning label. That warning actually appeared after Dr. Robert Malone, an infectious disease researcher, appeared on the Joe Rogan Experience late last year. And in that interview, oh, by the way, I side note, I watched the YouTube for this. It was in... Dr. Malone raised the discredited idea of mass formation psychosis, which describes a kind of groupthink mentality that supposedly persuaded the public to support pandemic countermeasures. Um, Yeah. And the search term, as you can imagine, exploded, you know, when something like Joe Rogan, 100 million subscribers on Spotify. There you go. That's why it went viral. And Google started to put warning labels. I would rather deal with Google putting warning labels on every single thing. It's like when you go to the dollar store and they ask you if it's okay if this is a $3 item. Like, it's okay. I, I'm i totally fine, but I really appreciate you asking. And so I appreciate that courtesy from Google as well. Yeah. And it also gets them out of uh, lesser hot water because look at this. They're not the ones surfacing this. So what's going to happen to DuckDuckGo? Now there's like this, for a long time, I was using DuckDuckGo as like, this is my alternative to all of like, you know, the big corporations, right? (laughs) They started putting billboards everywhere here in the Bay Area, you know. It was a, it was a, try to think of the word, but it was a, I had faith in them, right? <laughs> I get worried when stuff like this happens because it can turn the platform off its rocker to, you know, if there just so happens to be like a majority 
folks who are flocking to this because of some perceived freedom that they have over like another platform. It's scary because it also, you know, DuckDuckGo is still, it's a private company. So they can decide to do whatever the heck they want to do. Yeah, they, they, I, I didn't include it in the show notes, but uh, they, of course, New York Times did reach out to DuckDuckGo for a statement. Right, and so I'm as you have to do. Here. In a statement, DuckDuckGo said it condemned, quote, acts of disinformation, unquote, and said the company's internal surveys showed that its users had a wide mix of political orientations. <laughs> the company said it was also studying ways to limit the spread of false and misleading information. But yeah, it's it, it, this is this is something that I think that Google does a good job with, but not uh, not entirely on their own initiative. Partly because they are feeling pressure as the the search exactly. engine of, of record. But the fact that you can actually click on search results mm-hmm. and say, "Here's why we recommended this," and here's why this was put into your search results and not this other thing, and here's the here's some, if here is some more information about this source, so that it's. It's it's walking a it's walking a very very precipitous line for a great number of legal reasons. They cannot be editors. They cannot editorialize. They cannot decide what they, they can't. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have to decide what to present to you and in what order. Simply because this is a search engine, that's what it's supposed to do. However, it can't make an editorial decision about what it wants you to see and what it doesn't. What it wants to wants to hide. Uh, and again, not ju- uh, for lots and lots and lots of different reasons. Uh, partly because uh, they would uh, they they would uh, they would uh, lose their Section two hundred and thirty protections, and also it would cause all these lawmakers to jump <laughs> to honk down their snorkel even more than they are right now. On the other hand, they also have to recognize that they don't want their platform to be weaponized. And so the the more tools that they give the user to say, well, this is what our this is what our uh, blind algorithm spit out but here is why it spit out that and do you want to here's here's the background of the new york times.com here is the here is the 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 background of uncle leo's uh <laughs> uncle leo's super secret dark side <laughs> truth telling freedom america american eagle <laughs> dot com blog it's like maybe you want to they're only they're they're <laughs> fyi uh there are only 82 sites that link to this blog and half of them ha- are known to be like literal nazis i mean not figurative nazis i don't mean the modern version of literal nazis i mean literally they say that they're nazis so yeah but be- be- before before you drink whatever it is they say you should drink to combat the coronavirus maybe want to just <laughs> work to the wise. I was telling Andy before we got into this little section that I just hope, um, I just hope duck, duck, go. Oof. I don't know. Yeah. I, I yeah, I, I know. What you, I think I know what you mean. I mean, this, this is, I hope that they don't go the way of what a lot of other like resources have gone where they, they're founded by people who, uh, who grew up and continue to live in a climate where, really really hardcore evil is very very rare or they feel as though this is not part of their community this is this is racism is something that happens in other parts of the country not here in silicon valley and say you know what we're going to create a platform where 
uh, we, we, where free speech is 100%. We believe in that, an absolute principle. And then all the nuts who've been thrown off of every other platform because they've said stuff, they've said things that are intended to cause harm to other people. So great. So now I'm, you know, now you're the platform for all the idiots. All the flakes, nuts, and idiots exactly. are now, even though you had no intention of doing that. And the dream dies right there, unfortunately. Yeah. So my plea, my last plea to DuckDuckGo before we before we go from this is just please don't turn Gamergate on me, okay? That's all I'm asking, okay? All right, extremely quick break and we'll be right back. Well, I always get really bummed when I hear that Googlers have something cool that I cannot buy. And I understand that this is the so-called perk of being an employee, but you know me, I'm a gadget head. Yep. <laughs> so <laughs> share your gadgets with me. So this is actually a story from a couple of weeks ago, but we apparently this thing is still, you know, circulating in the in the small little groups of people who, yeah. Basically, well, okay, I'll, I'll I need to take the hit for this. I'm still salty about this, and that's why I keep putting it in the show notes. Well, the thing is, I have seen it like sh- it keeps getting circulated on Reddit is what I meant to say. But end a episode, you know, I start to fall apart. Anyway, a Google designer had tweeted about the so-called D-Light a couple of weeks ago. And it's a super stylish table style light with a rounded dome element that can be pivoted down like a desk lamp or rotated 90 degrees as a video streaming light. And as you know, in 2022, those are two nice things to have <laughs> on the desk. It can be controlled by Google Assistant. Again, another nice thing. And it appears in the Google Home app as soon as you set it up as a USB-C port and 802.11bgn support. It also receives over-the-air firmware updates and employees can order it through their super special employees-only company portal, (laughs) which is making me think I wonder if we can get a former material (laughs) co-host. Yeah, see, I've... (laughs) It's, Where's I, the I was, dog whistle? <laughs> so I, I see this. It's funny you should mention because I, I retweeted the the original tweet was from a designer who I, I guess was working on that team, um, and I just retweeted it by saying that this is the, this, I, I I decided to be as coy as possible so I could back out yes. of a very weaselly craven thing because yes I did want people in my in my Twitter feed who might work for Google who might be able to order one of these for me and like I would totally pay them back through PayPal or. Bitcoin or whatever secretive thing that had to go through, <laughs> and I, Google Pay. I said that. I did, uh, so I, I, I coached. I, I, I hid it in, the, in, a, in a joke from that 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 line about uh, 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 Star Wars Episode Four when like Obi Wan like feels the disturbance of the Force when Alderaan gets destroyed by the Death Star. It's like I I just I just felt like a disturbance of the Force as though thou- as though thousands of Google employees like suddenly got suddenly got emails from friends of theirs asking them to buy this for them. And uh, didn't get anything out of it. Okay, that's fine. I didn't have that coming. But I, but I did get like a re- response from the the Googler who said like, yeah. It's, as, as a matter of fact, it's like deep, deep, deep out of stock, even in the country store. And I, I kind of regret tweeting about it in the first place because yes, it took off. And if you, I think he's actually deleted the original post, but of course got picked up by nine to five Google and elsewhere. But you can understand like why. Like it got so much interest. It is such a cool thing because it it's a very cool desk lamp that you just pivot the light up and it becomes a very cool like video lamp and the ability to control it through the Google Assistant and all these other sort of things to so that you don't have to keep adjusting it like and reaching up and getting out a phone app to make it happen. It's like oh yeah, I would if this if this were available at a price I would 
probably find some money for it because it's like and, I, and I'm, I'm speaking to you as somebody it probably who, wouldn't be that expensive though either i think this would be about maybe a little more than an s mini i would i don't know i would i would guess 150 or less the, the thing is it's got wife it's the, thing, the fact that it's got wi-fi the fact that it's not like something you have to plug into something else to make it like a smart device um usb-c the, the fact that it's getting it's like it's got updatable firmware so you'd think that they're planning to do they would be planning to do other things with it it's like it's a i, I gotta say this they, they they are to be commended for just simply selling this to employees as oh well we know that you're doing a lot of meetings from home so here's like we designed this really cool lamp right. it would be a hell of a thing if they if they said look nobody wants to come back to work in the office anymore what what if like we got we gave them all these desk lamps and we just like screwed them into the desks so that the only place they could use them like is in their actual physical offices like I, I'm just thinking in my mind. You know, uh, Google makes the Nest floodlight lamp. I actually, I have. I never. I haven't installed it yet. It's, it's, it's an undertaking to install a floodlight lamp outside, um, to say the least. But it's making me. I'm just again like earlier today. I was thinking about who owns <laughs> Degrassi. <laughs> making me think. Did they go to their supply chain? with the person who's making the lights or whatever for yeah. the flood lamp. And then they were like, Hey, let's put a pipe into this and just like make this cool light. See if we can do this because it's very clear. Google has been pursuing. Obviously it's very clear. Google has been pursuing hardware, but just recently we really start to see like what they are trying to accomplish in the smart home. So I wouldn't be surprised if this were a Guinea pig um, or a dog food project as, mm. as you, as they say, as you said, to get people like back into the office, here's a cool thing, but it's also a test. Yeah. This is a test. This is only a test. I mean, it, the thing is, it costs so damn much money to make one of, uh, to make a small quantity of anything. Because there's a reason, there's a reason why the uh, Google Glass costs 1500 bucks. It was because like they weren't making hundreds and thousands of them. They were making them in like tens of thousands of quantity. I, I it's think. not because Diane von Furstenberg wore them down the runway. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a wild time. Okay, well, uh, yeah, I, I suppose a certain amount of the amount of the money that they were spending on having influencers actually be seen in public wearing them that must have trickled down to the consumer cost. But mm. that, so you, but you're right. Like you, you think about how much money it costs to bring a spring a, a product through manufacturing, and I'm sure they weren't charging employees eight hundred dollars each for it. So this seems like a let's build, uh, let's make a thousand of these, let's put them in the hands of employees, let's have them complain about what isn't working, let's have them tell us what they sh what what kind of updates we should push out in the future, and then let's after a, 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 some more thought about how we can make this even cheaper, because that like I said, it I, I speaking right now I've got like I, I got the the one like wide LED panel like as my god light i've got a little fill-in panel like off on the side here and i've got like another panel like behind me lighting up the background and it's nice but it's a lot of light stands and a lot of cables and if i could just have two really attractive desk lamps that when it's time to when it's time to go for the show it's uh -huh. like and i'm you know showtime that would be so cool and i would i would feel like this is less of a studio and more of a home I totally agree with you. And, you know, I actually, uh, Andy and I put together uh, two suggestions for anybody who's looking for just like a nice, a nice, <laughs> anybody's looking for a nice 
light to light yourself up for the webcam, but that also works as like a nice um, ambient light. So LumiCube actually makes the LumiCube Edge. It's about 120 bucks. And this one actually straps to your desk. It's a, it's actually well yeah it's 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 most like this Google uh, this Google D light in design in which it looks like a desk lamp but then because you just put it on your desktop and then you know, position it wherever you want to to light up your the, the top of your desk but then when it's time to 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 turn on the cameras you can again turn the the light part the round light part of it up and facing you and the idea of having two of these like light and right and left. That sounds like that sounds like something that would be awfully awfully nice. One hundred twenty bucks, not cheap, but then again, like the smaller the two panel lights here cost me about one hundred and thirty, one hundred and forty, and it's it's a lot brighter. I can put it much farther away. But the nice thing about these two little Loom Cube edges was that would be that I could actually place them closer to my head. So the fact that it doesn't throw off quite so much light probably wouldn't be a bigger problem. Hmm. I want to also suggest this is not um, as as cute or as designed as the Lumi Cube Edge announced earlier, but it's about half the price. It's sixty bucks. It's called the Logitech Lightro Glow. I actually reviewed it for Gizmodo. If um, you're interested in reading my review, I'm using it right now. Actually, um, I have it uh, bouncing light off of my blackout curtains right now onto me because. This is how I can light up like this front side of the room without <laughs> getting a headache. And that's why I like using the Lytro Glow. You can like uh, adjust the temperature. It goes really big or really low. I'm very tired. I'm sorry I'm losing my <laughs> voice right now. But <laughs> just take my word for it. It's it's not, again, not as cute though. as not, it, None of these are as cute as what Google has. Suffice to say the Pixar workshopped. is not going to be updating their logo to reflect what either of these two designs jumping across and being adorable and wiggling its little butt and then squashing the eye in the Pixar logo. And then being an Easter egg in every single Pixar movie uh, after that. Because <laughs> every every Pixar movie has a little Easter egg in it. Or Easter eggs. <sighs> those those pesky designers. Those pesky artists. <laughs> They're little inside jokes. Yes. Anyway. <laughs> I just... I just... I just wait, this, this maybe maybe we can carry this through to like next time because we are we we are at the end of our show. But like I I I I am always fascinated by the unerring accuracy with which a big corporation can identify something that we like that encourages us to like continue to support them and their products with our cash and find a way to like try to maximize that and then ruin it. And for me, movie Easter eggs is really high on that list. Hmm. Like, like, this like, like. Remember, remember. Sounds how, like a bonus episode to me. <laughs> maybe, but I will cut myself off because again, if I, I'm, I'm glad this didn't come up at the top of the show because it would be like we're now at like you know 68 minutes and like okay, well actually we should probably uh, talk about well okay what we got on today we're talking about the Samsung S series. Flo has some reviews about that, and we'll also be talking. Yeah, see, I. I, I I have some thoughts about that, and I need to cut myself off before I just stop well, ruining things news, that we like. That's all I'm asking. Stop ruining I, things that we like. I agree. I completely agree with Andy. And if you'd like to hear us like fully rant about this, we are planning a bunch of bonus episodes coming up. Um, please 
check us check us out. Check us out uh, the membership at Relay FM. It gets you a lot of perks here on the network, not only from our podcast, from other podcasts here on the network as well. And um, it honestly inspires us to come up with bonus <laughs> episodes. So please, if you're interested, relay.fm slash membership or relay.fm slash material, if you'd like to go to our specific landing page. We also have show notes from all of the past shows there that you can get. We have links to me and Andy's websites and social media. So that's our home on the web, at least here at Relay FM. Andy, are you are you doing so you, I'm guessing you're doing radio this week because you're <laughs> You've been thinking about it. We I, talked about it earlier. I am on assignment this week, which means I can be even twice as uh, twice as misguided because I'm loading my brain with twice as many contradictory facts. But as always, you can go to uh, Anatko on Twitter, Anatko on Instagram. Uh, soon enough, Anatko.com because I'm not. I've I've been rebuilding and hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully sometime soon. Again, we're all rebuilding all the time, Andy. Again, especially yeah. during this pandemic. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to find a way for people to like give me money if they want to give me money. And if that's that's also very, very difficult. You should just put a Venmo barcode as just like an, an image on it. No, I don't know. Sometimes I I'll just, I'll just I get a, know. Just get sorry, a P.O. box a and say just like an envelope or a box, just fill it with yes. whatever loose change or money you have. You use clothing in good condition, unexpired canned goods. Oh, that, stickers are nice too. Yeah, I don't. I, I used to collect stickers, so I still have a lot of them. Anyway, <laughs> as for me, thank you, Andy. Thank you, by the way, for being here. Uh, back at you. And thank you for putting together the show notes. Really appreciate it. You do that every week. You're the best. Well, I as for me, I'm unhinged yet again but you can check out my work at flowrights.tech that is the url it takes you to my author page at gizmodo.com and you will find uh when you listen to this podcast one of the most recent links is the get jets podcast which i do over at gizmodo uh so if you could be ever so kind to please go and check out my podcast i would really appreciate that i think that's it from us this week andy i do feel as though that is it yeah and i think next week we'll have We'll have more to more, say. More of so, it. it yeah. More of things that aren't it yet, but will start mm-hmm. being it with the publication of this podcast, for that is our lot in life. That is our responsibility and our honor. Precisely. And to that, I honor you all to have an honorable seven days. <laughs> have a happy. <laughs>